I didn't actually mind these three that we watched. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't mind them compared to the last one. Oh, they were, um, yeah, I didn't have much bad to say about them. It was a better time. Yeah. <laughs> I could definitely tell. Yeah. So what did you think of the first Nitro? First Nitro, let's go yeah. through it. 98. Oh, yeah, I actually enjoyed it. July. July 6th. Yes, the 6th of July. I have no idea that this was like the go-home show for Bash at the Beach. I didn't didn't realise how close it actually was. I thought it was like a couple of weeks beforehand. Yeah, and there was, yeah, they were hyping up Bash at the Beach. What were the matches going to be at Bash at the Beach? No, it was all about... um, Hogan Rodman against that's it, yeah, that's DDP it. and Carl Malone. I don't know Carl Malone was around. So is that why Hogan lost the title? No. No, he um it was just because he thought Goldberg was ready. Okay. And everyone wanted it. Yeah. So I mean fuck. I know it was in Georgia, but like you could just fuck out over, was he? Yeah. So, was, for someone that nice. couldn't do anything. That's oh <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. He could, oh. It's crazy. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know. We'll go through it and then talk. Talk after. We'll go through um, what happens. Just get into it, shall we? Nitro. Nitro 98. That's what we're talking about. If you don't know that by now, fuck off. Danny, you can't talk to the customers like that. This is a long Nitro. Yeah, this is when they were doing three hours. I fucking didn't realise that. Yeah. There's a lot of matches, man. It's a bit much. Um, We'll start off with Hogan. Yes. Um, Typical, typical NWA fashion. How would you feel being Eric Bischoff? And basically, like, you're on, I guess you're on, what would you say, your TV role is to stand there and hold the microphone for Hogan. Yeah. Um, Was he in charge at this point? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so he's pretty much yeah. whatever he wants anyway. Yeah, well, I think I think he got to the stage where he saw how over the NWA was. He just went, oh, fuck it, you know what? I'm going to yeah. be the leader. Why not? Why not? Um, yeah, so what I've got here, I actually took some notes down. Um, unlike the last Nitro where I just couldn't put pen to paper. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was unbearable. They were horrible, weren't they? Um, so Hogan says that he won't face Goldberg. Yep. That's what I took from it anyway. And um, so they're doing the old NWA trick. And oh, uh, I, I, I have a fucking my one, my, my one picky point from this Nitro, other than it being too long. Yep. Hogan on the mic made me want to die. Really? Not a fan of uh, NWA Hogan? No. Nah. Oh. Really? See, I don't, I don't mind him. It when, sounded like, first of all, his voice was fucking, <clears throat> I don't know, I feel like he was hung over. He, he was probably pissed. It just it was like he couldn't get a full on. It was like a struggle for him to get a sentence out. Well, yeah, when, I, well, I was, I when not, you've been hit in the head that many times, yeah, with right. the chair. I'm not a fan of any of the NWO no. on the mic, to be honest. Oh, really? Only yeah. one I'm a fan of is probably Scott Hall. Hey, yeah. Yeah, he's good. Anyway. Um, yeah, so he cut that. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll get back. This is what we do. We're just going to jump around. He everywhere. cut a promo saying he's not going to fight Goldberg, but a returning member will. Yeah, so he's going to have to. So a returning member from NWO is going to come back and Goldberg has to wrestle him. And then, you know, if 
the what is it the off chance that he beats him then even though he's 105 and 0 <laughs> 100 yeah it's another thing that streak that's just a fucking yeah that's all I took from the opening oh and then he was talking about um obviously bash at the beach as well that was sort of like his main focus yeah you could tell him and Rodzilla have a you know um Rodman no showed this event as in bashing the beach or this one? No, no, Nitro. He was, was he supposed to be here. Was he was he? supposed to be there, and he just no showed. Really? Why? Dennis Rodman. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, because Carl Malone was there. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, they were um like they they were both fully into it, like oh, doing okay. it and stuff. But I mean, then again, during the playoffs in '97, Rodman just went on a bender in Vegas. So yeah, like when you're Dennis Rodman, you can basically do whatever the fuck you want, and whether it's in the NBA or WCW, why not? Cause I thought I found that weird when I, when he was talking doing the um that promo and there's there was there was a match scheduled for him at the end of the night but he was talking about the bash at the beach yeah well so I didn't that's, understand what was well, happening yeah because they didn't announce the match for Goldberg Hogan they only announced it like three or four days beforehand on Thunder oh, yeah like that's how it all started and even Goldberg said that's the first time he heard it about it out of the blue so I mean I've heard like I've heard different like um, variations of the story, but it was basically um, Hogan. Hogan says Bischoff called him about the idea. And then Bischoff says Hogan called him and said, like, we've got to put the title on Goldberg. So. Well, either way, so fucking Hogan weird. had to agree to it. Well, that's right. I and mean, did, so. yeah, because it wouldn't have happened without his, you know, his creative control. Literally, um, yeah. Obviously, obviously, that one did work for him, brother. Mm. Um, something else there. Is this the last time he holds a title? No. Hogan, no. No. Oh, oh, no. (laughs) What were you watching? Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Well, it is for a while. Yeah. And a while being a couple months. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. What it was only what six months. It seemed like a lot longer, actually. I know. Yeah, that's. The way that we did this, but these three, it's actually all right because it's sort of like a seven-month timeline. Yeah. But it's all within the same period, story-wise, where everything's going. It's crazy. Yeah. How it all, um, how it all pans out. Uh huh. Um. But yeah, you're saying um, Hogan couldn't string two words yeah. together. Um, probably makes sense because, you know, all <laughs> and Nash said like when they'd rock up to WCW on a Nitro. They'd get there at like twelve or one, go to Hogan's dressing room, and the beers are on ice, and they just fun. start they just start drinking beers, and then go out and do whatever. What a man! I'm in the wrong line of work. <laughs> Bring back nineties wrestling. That's all I can say. You can tell too the way Scott Hall used to walk around too. I'm sure he was on it. He was in front. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, that was yeah. That's the beginning. That's all I got from there, and then obviously like the bash at the beach, but and uh, the cover up for Rodman not being there, and I think Carl Malone mentioned something like that later on. Yeah, he was on the mic. Um, I think he said something about Rodman no showing or he's not going to no show and stuff like that. So I think I think because I listened to the eighty three weeks on this on on everything that we watched, mm. just to see like what Bishop had to say on it and shit and. Like he said, Malone was a bit disappointed in that that Rodman wasn't there, but they got to bash at the beach and it was the match was shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a bad match that that one to bash at the beach. Good thing we're not talking about it. We've got another really shit match to talk about later on. 
Um, Jericho distracts Malenko. That's what I got. What did Malenko do? He, he was in the title match with Booker T. That's right. And then, I, don't know, I don't know why Malenko and Jericho. I guess Jericho is sort of a, just a big heel at this point. Type thing. Yeah, yeah. They were they were in the middle of something here. Yeah. Yeah. And no. maybe they went to bash the beach. No, they didn't. They did it, it ended up being mysterious. It was supposed to be them because I think later on. But I don't understand this. Booker, so he was in a match with Booker T. D. Malenko for the WCW TV title. But what, and what was Jericho? He was a cruiserweight champion. He was a cruiserweight, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? I didn't work there, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It doesn't really make sense. Because I think later on, I don't even know if I wrote it down or not, but um, they come. I think they come to blows again. And then I think it's JJ Dillon says, like, if. Malenko like attacks him or provokes him or whatever, then he'll lose his title match at Bash at the Beach, and that ends up happening. Yeah, he, he was talking. Jericho was talking about his mum and stuff. So yeah, like <laughs> there's a reason you and your brother don't look alike. Yeah, because you have a different mum. Yeah, yeah. Then he lost it, but then he, Jericho ends up having a match. He, I don't know who he has a match with. Yeah, I can't, I I can't remember. I can't remember. I probably got it here somewhere, or I probably don't. Probably just skipped it. Um, we got here Raven and Canyon. Not much there. I just another DQ. Well, I think this might have been the first DQ. I think there was a few DQs on this show. Well, Booker uh, T's one was a that was a proper pinfall. That was a proper one. He got. Yeah, so this is the second match. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Because um, this ended in a DQ. Um, cause Saturn attacked Raven, but it was a Raven's rules match, which is a no disqualification match. Mm. So that's, that's the only reason why I actually got a note down for that. That's cause that makes no sense. Um, and the table spot yeah, where, where Saturn had Raven on the table and it didn't break. It didn't fall through so, the table. Fuck that would, that'd be stiff. Yeah. When, when he pulled the table out, it took him a year to get it out. Once he finally got it out. Didn't even look like it was going to break. <laughs> How dodgy were the tables as yeah. well? That looked like a that looked like a shit house table. That one there. Um, and yeah, the DQ finish in a in a no DQ match. Booking one hundred and one. Let's just go with that. Yeah. Um, then what? Oh, DDP did something. I think this is when DDP and Carl Malone. They come out and spoke, yep. Yeah, because I just got how fucking over was DDP. Yeah. Uh, the the true people's champion. He was good. He was... I, I like him. Uh, what do they say? Over like Rover. What's that? Uh, um, what do you got? What do you got next? I've got Scott Hall's arrival. Yep, Scott Hall's arrival. Anything in between that? Uh, put ski and rigs. Oh, yeah, that's... There's a reason I didn't write that down. Yeah, and then Jericho um, comes out again, but straight after that match, it's the what do you call it? Rocking up the limo, which the limo, is Scott which Hall, is Scott yeah. Hall, um, with a cocktail. Comes out, comes out saying, "And yep, here's the party." Yeah, the party's here, and look yeah. out, Goldberg. They don't actually reveal that that he's the one. He's the, the match, one. No. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's pretty obvious. They yeah. Doesn't take so a brain at this surgeon. Point, he, this is just after he turned on Nash, eh? Yeah, so 
this, they had split up. Yeah. And done the NWA Black and White and NWA Wolfpack. Yeah. And then it was basically like who gets who and Hogan wanted Scott Hall. Even though it made no sense because you think Hall would go with Nash. So, yeah, in storyline, Hall turned on Hall turned on Nash. It was with the with NWA Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Chavo Guerrero and Johnny Swinger. Johnny Swinger. <laughs> what a name. Fucking hell. Um, yeah, and then yeah. that's right. And then after the match, he calls Eddie out. Yeah, right hair versus hair match. And I think yeah. I spoke about this on the last pod that we did on WCW. I think it was talking. We we're talking about Eddie Guerrero, and I said um, him and Chava had the match at Bash at the Beach, where Chava ended up wrestling Stevie Ray beforehand, and then submitted on a handshake, so he could lose his mind. Chava was uh, losing his mind at this point. Worked out well, but yeah, I'm actually watching Chavo right now. Is that against Jacqueline? Yeah, just walked yeah. away with the title. Cool. With our Chavo okay. Classic. Yep. Yeah. Um, what have we got next? I don't know what was in, if anything was in between that, but next Disco Inferno. Came oh, you all mate. It. Oh, come on. <sighs> come on, Disco Fever. Yeah. Disco Fever and uh, Alex Wright. Yeah, what a fucking, what a team. Public Enemy beat them by DQ. There you go, another DQ finish. Um, I can't remember how this ended in DQ. And I don't know who this fucking Tokyo Yo-Yo was, but he was there and Public Enemy put him through two tables. Stacked on top of each other, I think. can't remember. Public Enemy, that was another team that was over. (laughs) And just came out with that fucking, I don't know, hip-hop music, whatever, with the tables, flashing their arms around like idiots. Um, and then this was, was this Goldberg Hall next? Yeah, yeah, Goldberg. The US, US title. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, so this title's in the line too. Like, yeah. Yeah. But fuck, how over was Goldberg? That's fucked. Even, even though it was in Georgia. That fucking place. Man. Now, these two matches, I um, these are probably Goldberg's two best matches from well, the three that we've watched, the three shows that we've watched. Um, I, I can't wait to brief him in the next two. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. I couldn't believe. He, he didn't really have to do much. No. In the... um. In the Scott Hall match, but I was just watching like, well, no, it's, like Scott... you, it's like you cringe waiting for Goldberg to fuck up. You know, every movie he does is weird. Yeah, I know. You just, I mean, I don't think it depends like how much of a fuck Scott Hall actually gave in WCW. Mm. But he was a fucking machine when he was Razor Ramon, and like could get a good match out of anyone. But fuck, having to try to get a good match out of Goldberg, I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. Actually, I would. So much I don't like my worst enemies. Um, but even fucking when Goldberg shoved Hall to the floor at the start, the fucking, I could have sworn the roof would have blown off the dome. They just fucking erupted. And this is for someone that can't even fucking do anything. Yeah, like at that point, that was like the power. Yeah, and what's with the, I can't remember which one it was. But when they, like one of them, I can't remember if it was this, it wouldn't have been the Hogan match. Could have been this or Havoc. But, like, they go to sweep his leg and he does, like, that cartwheel backflip. 
It's like, what's the fucking point of doing that? There's a couple other times where he does the the shoulder, um, like what do you call it? The oh, what do you call that? Like the whip. You whip him over. Oh, I don't know what it's called. Like he he puts in links the arm and then flings him over. Oh yeah. Goldberg was doing that, and I was watching it. I think it was in the, in at Havoc versus. Who's he go? DDP. DDP yeah. I think it was um in that match. I was just watching it thinking, oh, this looks so stiff. Yeah. And this looks so um oh Cena. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, I was like, oh, oh no. But yeah, in this in this match with Scott Hall's just quick and you knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. And the, what's that one hundred and twenty nine thousand and oh? Yeah, that's fucked. Um Nitro Girls, how good are the Nitro Girls? Oh, even though that you say him a million times a night, you can't. Yeah, can't they had a full routine, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I think this was the one when they were dancing around the announcers. Or wasn't it at the start? I, oh, think were, I think they were in the ring at this point. There was there was one of them. The oh. only one I've got is when they're at the, with the announcers. Um. I fucking there you go. I can't even read what I wrote. <laughs> Um, but one of them dancing around, I think it's Shivani, is Whisper, Nitro Girl Whisper. Oh yeah, that was the second. That, yeah, that was they were. That's um. The answers. She's known as uh, Mrs. Shawn Michaels these days. Hmm. So that's the only to put in there. You know, like nice little fact. <laughs> um, and then what else happened? That's the rest of my notes. I just gave up. I think. Yeah. Well, not too much happened. We had Guerrero vs. Psychosis. Didn't watch. The giant up against Jim Duggan. I watched this. This is horrible. <laughs> Fucking can't believe I watched this. Fucking hell. I I can't stand Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh! oh he sucks. I can't believe they've turned him Canadian <laughs> at one stage. Yeah, that was the last time we watched it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I can't stand him. And then it was DDP. Against and... uh, Jim Neidhart, wasn't it? Yeah. In like five seconds. Yep. Um, and and then, then, oh, here's something else I'm going to bring up. I did not know Sting was in the NWO. <laughs> yeah, eventually, yeah. I thought he oh, was the only one that did it. That's right, because then, yeah, Wolfpack came out and had a 20-second tag match. Yeah, no, he ended up joining Wolfpack eventually um, during the the Hollywood and Wolfpack war. So, because I think, I think Wolfpack was Nash, Savage... Luger. Luger. And Sting. I can't remember if Scott Steiner was oh, yeah, he was, originally yeah. Wolfpack. Oh, and, was he? And then went to Hollywood, oh, yeah. No. But yeah, because there's like a NWO raw, and then Sting came out wearing the original NWO shirt and then turned on them oh, and had a, had a Wolfpack shirt underneath uh-huh. and then started painting his face red. Yeah. Um, with the fucking goatee. <sighs> So, yeah, you didn't know. No, old, I didn't. Old, I, thought he, stinger. I thought he was the only one that... Nah, DDP was one of the... He was like one of the first to turn him down. Um, I think it was in 97. Um, and the outsiders wanted him in NWO. And this is how over DDP was. He sort of faked to join. He joined. And then Nash was posing with the crowd and then he hit Hall with a diamond cutter and the place 
It was like fucking watching Goldberg shove Scott Hall. <laughs> like the crowd just went absolutely ape shit. But yeah, two I can think of is DDP and Goldberg. And Ric Flair. Oh yeah. The horseman. Hey? Raven? Yeah, Raven. No, he's off with the flock. Oh. <laughs> In and out. Yeah. So and then obviously like all the cruise weights and shit, but like the full like big names. How about Eddie? No. Nah, he he started his yeah, own. He was L W O. Latino World Order. Oh, fuck! Get away with anything. Um, is this the main event? That's yeah, the main event. Main event. Yeah. I am going to kick Goldberg's butt. Yeah, it's just if Goldberg wasn't over, this match would have sucked ass. <laughs> like, that's all I can say. That's all I can say. What do you think? So obviously, I went a bit Goldberg here and. <laughs> putting his first title on the line, like his first world title win. So he held the US title too. Yeah, and then he basically, they vacated it. Yeah, away, vacated it. And yeah. then he ended up defending the title against Kurt Hennig <laughs> at Bash at the Beach. Um, he was supposed to wrestle someone else, but I can't remember who it was, but they changed the match because he was supposed to defend the US title. A bash at the beach against. So this was oh, really my. short notice. Like no one. This was only like a five day span thing. Like no one knew. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Because yeah. they had completely different plans, obviously. And like the dome had already sold out. Fuck. Like, Without even bef- knowing before the announcement. Like Jeez. that's how that's how crazy WCW was back in the day. Like you could sell. They didn't, out, need, they didn't even need to promote a big you, match. You could sell out forty, forty five thousand, whatever in a dome for just a Monday Nitro. Mm. Just, you know. I mean, I think fucking same with WWF, really. I mean, I don't. they didn't really do dome shows for a Raw, but I reckon they could have done, I reckon they could have done stadium shows back in 98, both companies. That's just how red hot wrestling was. Like, this was when, I, you know, I say now, like, now's the best time to be a wrestling fan because there's so much of it. But, there's no better time in wrestling than 98. Like, nothing, nothing will ever beat it. Nothing. Especially when you've got 10 million people plus watching every Monday night between two channels. Nothing will ever, ever top the Monday Night Wars, especially in 98. Oh, yeah. It was, seems like it was just so fucking over. It's cool, though. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool to see, in it? And it's just like, I don't know, what might have been the cameras back then. It seems like so legit and real. And yeah. the motion is fuck. Everyone's like, now these days it's all electronic and technical. And, you know, you got the, and that's the pyro. Everything seemed so, um, so extra and stuff. It was really good. Yeah. All I've done. Um, so, Hogan's. You know, Mr. Hogan, that doesn't work for me. I have creative control and everything. Just as an outsider, do you think there was like a plan from Hogan doing this? This match? Yeah. As in like what he was going to go afterwards? Like, yeah, where would it go from here? Um, I don't know. Sell out out 40,000 at the Dome. I'm on top. I'm going to get the biggest payday. Like, What do you think? Do you think there's any ulterior motive here? 
Um, from Triple H, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, that is brother. Whoa, and a barking dog. <laughs> Let me see what she thinks. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's hard because, as you said, I didn't know it was only a five day. So at this point, I don't know, maybe he had a quick epiphany <laughs> or something and decided, oh, I want to go on a holiday or something. Or I don't know, maybe something, who knows. But on a five-day notice, you wouldn't think he'd have a massive plan unless he was thinking about it for a while. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. And what do you think of the five-day notice? I think it's good. Or four-day notice. Well, so I, you... think, I think it um, – well, I just think it was just real natural then. And that's what I like. So you'd you'd prefer the the um, four day announcement do it rather than do like a three month build well, to a pay per view. At this point in ninety eight, I would I would it wouldn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I was, I was now, thinking about that the other day. I see, just, now you'd have to have the four month fucking. Pre- yeah, you'd have to sell it. You'd have to have the meeting on SmackDown and Raw and just missing each other and you know. And, just getting away with stuff and DQ matches beforehand and all this stuff to build it up, which doesn't even work. And then you can come, and that's the difference. Here you could have a three day notice and this would pop off. Yeah. So, and, and that wouldn't just even be a Goldberg match. I reckon, yeah, he was over, but anyone could have really been put in that main event and it would have been massive. Yeah. So, as long as it works for Hogan, but yeah, you got, to got to remember that. Yeah. See, I thought about that the other day and, Always think for so long, like you gave away Hogan and Goldberg on Nitro for free. Like, why would you do it on pay per view? But then at the same time, so this where it just, you know, helps to, you know, do do some research and listen to people who know what they're talking about. Not us. You know, people in the in the biz. Um Nitro was like um Nitro was run by a TV company. So it's all about ratings. It's not about pay-per-view revenue and, and making money. It's not like they needed to make money, even though they were making more money. Than, I think that I think ninety-eight was like a three hundred million dollar profit. Wow! For WCW, ninety-seven and ninety-eight, one of them there was like a three hundred million plus turnover. Um, but yeah, it's all about ratings. For WCW, so it's not like it's not like they needed the pay per view buyers. Yeah, I was going to say this kind of felt like a pay per view anyway. But at the same time, I don't know. Like I like it, as you said. Like back then, you could get away with it, um, and it does go with um, like Bischoff's Sasa mm. um, philosophy with like mm. element of surprise. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, it worked as well. But there was never a return match as well. And that's where everyone's like, oh, Hogan only did it so he could get the rematch at Starcade and be the one to end Goldberg's streak. Yeah, well. So it's like, fuck, yeah. you never know. Yeah. He, he could I, have I thought that, but. I don't know. Maybe not at that point. Because as you said, he said he was, he was the one who decided, well, either way. As I said, but eventually he had to agree to it. Yeah. So in the end, he agreed to him losing the title to Goldberg. So he wouldn't have done that for no reason. Yeah, but he could have done that to say, well, I'll get the title back soon because I'll be the first one to end his streak as well. Yeah, it's awesome. So, but yeah, you never never know what was going on back then and no one will ever 
Well, he won't. He'll always change the story anyway to make himself look good. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. If Bischoff won't back down. No, not at all. Listen to that man talk all day. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's it. So Goldberg's the... Uh, Yep. Oh, WSCW. Oh, and and on a backup from last last episode, the I think the commentating was a lot better. Oh, that's right. Yeah, in, in these bigger. three, in these three, it got pretty shit towards the end. The ninety nine one we watched, but this yeah. whole ninety eight, I really enjoyed the commentary. I'm a big commentary man. If the commentary is not up to scratch, I'm not with it. And I think they they were all right. They weren't too overboard, and they knew what they were talking about. They didn't go out of their place to talk, and so and they weren't talking over each other. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, that did happen. Well, as um, a lot of people say, the commentators are the lyrics to the soundtrack that we're watching. Well, literally, so and they're the ones that are, that are getting the information from the big guns in the back. So that's right. <sighs> yep. Yeah. So, so you like this nitro? Yeah. Overall, I'm gonna give it a. I got my out of ten system. Oh, out of the, ten. The WCWs. Oh no. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven. Seven. Yeah, I enjoyed it. As I said, a bit bit too long. Yeah. That's... Didn't understand how they had um, the first match. How Booker T was the champion and Malenko had two titles. Like, I don't. I didn't understand how he was fighting for the television championship, but then he was also in a feud for the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah. <laughs> And also didn't like Hogan talking, but that was about it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. That's, that's his role. He's a heel brother, so. Mm-hmm. All right, let's, um, let's get Halloween heavy cut. Way ahead of you. All right, good, because nothing wants to work here. <laughs> there we go. I got it up. 98. 98. So we've uh, done 97 and 98. Yeah. This was cool, the background, eh, for Halloween Havoc. How they had the big jack o' lantern opening oh. thing for people coming out. Yeah, that was, this is wicked. This whole setup, the whole stadium. Was it a stadium? Where were they at? They were in Vegas. Vegas that's right. MGM yeah. Grand. Yeah, the home of Halloween Havoc. Yeah, actually. that's cool. I love how on Wikipedia when it says brands WCW and NWO. <laughs> yeah, well, they wanted to. Um, Make it seem like NWA was their own brand because that was the original idea. Yeah, they wanted uh, Nitro to be NWO specific yeah. and Thunder to be WCW. Jeez, that's all, all from a faction. Yeah, just from that's how man the NWO is fucking crazy, and we still pull ourselves to it twenty five years later. <laughs> it's the beauty of the network to get to work with all. Oh yeah. You would have liked this match to start off. I would have, yes. Quote the Raven, nevermore. So Jericho's now the TV champion. Defeating Raven. Is this when he was on his losing streak, Raven? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And this was only a couple months after. So that was in July, the last Nitro, and this was October, end of October. Yep. Yeah, so this was just a couple of months. Yep. Down the track. Uh, Ravens off the rails on a losing streak. Nothing new there. Yep. Um, Jericho's the champion. Jericho he said he wasn't going to have a, a match with Jericho. He said, I don't need to fight him. Tries to walk away, and then Jericho gets him back in the ring. That's right. Yeah. He, um, he says something. And then Jericho said, I don't want to be here either. Yeah. 
but the Jericho Holics. Oh, how fucking good is Jericho? Yeah. Even back then. Yeah. All right, so Jericho beat Stevie Ray for the TV title. Okay. At a live event. And Stevie Ray beat Booker T. Um, not long after that Nitro we watched. Just some you know, little background information. Yeah, just so we know where we're headed. Yeah, just keep everyone up to date. Um, Wrath and Ming. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I wouldn't want to fuck around with Ming. Better, no, better known as Haku. Um, that's the... um. That's the father of G.O.D. Gorillas of Destiny, I mean. Haku. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought he might have been a um, one of those relatives in the big family, but he's Tongan, not Samoan. Part of the bloodline. Yeah. Habi's Tongan. Fair enough. Yeah, he lost to Raph here. <laughs> Raph was like the new Goldberg. Yeah, I could see. But um, didn't get a push because he had no mic skills. <laughs> Just... Let that sit with you for a second. Yeah. Wrath didn't get the push because he had no mic skills. Where were Kohlberg's mic skills? Yeah. Uh, your mate Disco Inferno? Yeah, I just watch his, I just watch his entrance and skip the match. Oh, you didn't want to watch him go up against the Juice? No. Hoovy? No, I didn't. But I watched his entrance. If that counts. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that one. I can see you rocking doing the disco fever. Yeah, it's a bit of no way, Jose. Oh. <laughs> um, fuck, twelve matches on this card. That's crazy. And then other these next two matches just seem way out of place. Alex Wright against Fit Finley. Yeah, why was this match here? So rare. I, I have no idea. It was it was added. It was like wasn't it? It seemed like it was so promoted match. Uh, yeah, and then Perry Sutton and Lodi. That one sort of had a bit behind it because Perry Sutton was a part of the flock, but the flock had disbanded by now. Like yeah. they'd broken up. Well, they'd been forced to Braden break up. Was so. By himself. So that just made no sense. Um, and then Kidman. So Disco Inferno and Hoovy, we should say. Had a number one contenders match. Yeah, to go for the, the cruiserweight. I watched this championship. Match. Yeah, Billy Billy Kidman. He was like one of my favourites. Yeah, like, he was only young at this point too, wasn't he? Yeah. What have we got? Ninety eight. I don't know. He uh, was a Tory Wilson. Yeah, twenty four. Lucky yeah. duck. Yeah. I know. Man, is he was guy. good. He was good. Mm. You can tell he was only fresh. So, because he came in with the flock. I didn't know that. Yeah. If you paid attention during Halloween Havoc '97, <laughs> no. yeah. or the com, or fucking the commentary, which is such a big fan of, I probably had it muted. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because disco was on. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I didn't know he was with the flock. Yeah, that's that's how he started. And was then... um, Lodi with the flock too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Lodi, uh, Lodi, Saturn, Kidman. And obviously Raven. Raven and Sick Boy. Okay. Were you a fan of the flock? I'm always a fan of Raven's flock. Of Raven's cock. 
that too. <laughs> oh, getting off topic here. I've just broke the fourth wall. Mm. We do that. God damn it, pal. Anything um, from the first six matches? Um, no, Billy Kimmel was killing it, though. Yeah, he's a gun. And now this next match, Steiner up against Steiner. Right, okay, so the tag team. So we need to backtrack now. Yeah, because I... Because I didn't take notes on this one. I just watched it. I just watched it for the pure enjoyment. Yeah. Of being a Markski. Fuck, I tell you what, though. The last five matches or six matches in this on this card is absolutely... They're gone. Love. They are world-class, like the, like the hype-up type thing, like... Okay, I thought you meant the actual... No, 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 I was in, like, the star power. I was going to say, because there's a match from there, like, really? <clears throat> there's a star power. Yeah. It's, it's a loaded... You could have just gotten away with just doing the... the from the Cruiserweight Championship match onwards, just as a pay-per-view. Mm. Um, so, I think it starts off with Rick Steiner getting interviewed by Main Jane. And how he Let says he wants something, being Gene. And he wants he wants Scott Steiner, and then Buff Bagwell comes out, who apparently just t- turned on the NWO. Um, wants wanted out, says he's going to align himself with with Rick Steiner. Well, says he's going to be in his corner, right? And this somehow turns into a tag team match. Because <laughs> Scott Steiner later comes out, cuts a promo, which. I don't think any one of his promos ever made sense because he's talking about defending the tag team titles when he's not even the champion. <laughs> Scott Scott Hall and the Giant were the tag team champions. <sighs> not, not Scott Steiner, um, but because, you know, NWO does what NWO wants to do. So they've sort of got like the free bird rule where any member can defend the titles. Oh yeah, yeah. So they um. So Scott Hall says he will put the tag team titles up against. Rick so how the fuck does giant the giant get put into this? Because he was a tag team. He was the tag team champion, and he Scott was Hall. in NWO at this point. A. Eh? Yeah, again, because he was against the NWO. Then he joined. Then he left, and then he somehow went back in. Okay, as best to my knowledge, because he yeah because. Hogan beat Giant for the title and then Giant joined the NWO and then Giant wanted his rematch for the title but Hogan never gave it to him so then Giant left and then later joined later joined back oh WCW 97-98 gotta love it you wouldn't be able to keep up unless like, you do it like us type thing and people who watched it at the time because yeah. imagine, imagine just watching it at the time no real internet no like backstory, right? you just every you watch your imagine you missed a week, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah you'd, you'd miss out on uh, about five weeks worth of storyline. Yeah, you wouldn't know what was going on. Mm. Yeah, so Steiner had obviously turned on Steiner. Probably <laughs> yeah. should have said that better. Yeah. So um, Scott was heel. Scott was heel. Yeah, Scott was NWO. It was oh, NWO black yeah. and white? Yeah. Don't um, mind. I don't mind a bit of big pop pump. No, he's he's good, eh? He's I was I was watching some of his shit on YouTube. One of his promo I remember fucking ninety ninety nine or two thousand, he just came out and cut a promo saying how much WCW sucks. 
without saying it, basically told Ric Flair to go fuck himself. Yeah. And then said, WCW sucks. If you're sitting at home, grab the, grab the remote and change the channel and watch Stone Cold Steve Austin on the WWE. No way. Yeah. He, he said that on WCW TV. Fuck. Yeah. I was watching some of it. Yeah. He's fucking. <sighs> oh, man. Because I liked him in TNA. That's only, that's only how I knew of him. The man with the largest arms in the world. That's the, that's the only place I knew of him. Yeah. TNA. And then, fuck me. He was a yeah. gun. Yeah, go back and watch uh, his his origins, I guess you would say. Oh, I've definitely seen his promos in my time. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's that famous promo about oh. you've got a 133 third percent chance. <laughs> but then you take out your 25% chance and now they get... Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there. That's uh, that's what Roy's will do to you. I'm assuming. (laughs) I don't want to say anything bad about the big bad booty daddy. Uh, (laughs) Because he's got his freaks out there. (sighs) So, yeah, so somehow, like we said, what about Giant coming out with a cigarette? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just... Man, what, what an athlete. <laughs> Seven foot, 550 pounds, just walking out to the ring having a cigarette. As if his name was just The Giant. They wanted him to portray Andre the Giant's son. That's why they just called him The Giant. Oh, okay. What's a better name, The Giant or The Big Show? Oh, I can Big Show because you can just say show. Big Show. You can't just say Giant. Oh, mm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really care for him. What about Paul White? No more BS. Yeah. Yeah. And then again, I actually forgot he's in AEW. So, <laughs> but AEW knows how to book everyone. <laughs> we'll save. We'll save that for another pod. <laughs> um. So, did you see the Buff Bagwell turn coming, or did you just think, no, no, he's he's going to be with Rick? They're a team. Oh, uh, at this point, I had no idea who Buff Bagwell was. So, <gasps> so, so I didn't. I didn't care. You didn't care. But I figure in the next in '99 we started watching when he was injured. I um, that's when I started to um, because he was in TNA, wasn't he? Oh, I think he might have done one or two. I don't think he was there for long. Oh, okay. I don't think he did much. But um, no, I didn't really. No. But you know, Buff Bagwell still with NWO here. Yeah. Does the turn. Um, doesn't work out well. Giant, big show, whatever you want to call him, goes to the top rope for a missile drop kick. <laughs> Mate. Um, I mean, I was, I was shitting myself just watching him do it. I wonder how he was feeling. So who ends up winning the titles? How does this work? Um, so Rick Steiner and Buff Bagwell ended up winning because Buff turned. Rick Steiner got to pick someone. To be his tag team, the way to get a free title, right? Champion partner, and I can't remember who he picked, and they didn't have it for long. It made no sense. <laughs> what about the bump Scotty Steiner took off the drop kick? Yeah, <laughs> that's something I always remember from this match. <laughs> um, and then Rick Steiner gets what he wants by winning. He gets his match against Scott Steiner. Bill Clinton comes out. Turns out it's Buff Bagwell. Um, and they still can't defeat Rick Steiner. Still. After all the NWO coming out, doing everything, still can't beat him. 
Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Fuck. I love the the promo video for yeah, this match. Build up this was mad. The build up, yeah. I... It was all based on real life as well. Like, was it? Well, the Scott Hall angle about him being pissed and stuff. They and about him not caring. Yeah. And Nash had to try and turn him around. Yeah, pretty much. Like I don't. I sort of wanted to see everything I could find on on this, and I don't think there was really any ill will between Nash and Hall here. No, I didn't think so. But like, it was just. Oh, I think did, Nash... did they have dramas today? No, I don't, that's what I was trying to find out. I don't think they did. Because I think Nash just knew that's how Scott Hall always yeah. was. <laughs> well, I mean, they've been mates for whatever. a time, so. So, but yeah, I wanted to see if it was one of those. You know, Triple H, Shawn Michaels deals where yeah. Triple H just stopped giving a fuck about him. Yeah. <laughs> till he turned it around. But I couldn't find anything on it. So, but yeah, it was just, Eric Bischoff says this is one he wishes he could have back. Yeah. Like, I wish this match was a lot bring, better. No, like, I mean the angle of Scott Hall. The whole storyline. Because this could have been a real good, because as soon as I figured out that the storyline was that Scott Hall was off the rails type thing, I knew it was going to be a shit match. One of those sloppy, when yeah. they could trade, Scott Hall was drunk. I'm like, fuck it. I want this match to be good. I knew, fuck, well, obviously, it's going to go one way. Yeah. Well, it was basically a tale of two matches, but wasn't it? Scott Hall throws the drink in the eyes of Nash. Kevin Nash was letting him whack him. And then, yeah, and then once Kevin Nash finally could start doing some shit, he just demolished him. And then walked away. And then, yeah, just, yeah, it wasn't, it was one of those, like, Oh man, it ended on a count out. He wanted to prove that, but yeah, exactly. It was like he just wanted to beat some sense into him. Like it wasn't about the match for Kevin Nash. It was yeah, like proving a point, try to beat some sense into him, and you know, fucking go from there. And it worked out eventually. That's this isn't a bad storyline, but I feel like with all the other stuff going on at this point, you had Hogan still top, and you had Goldberg peak. They could have made not waited, but like it wasn't the right time to do the storyline because this this is like a top tier storyline they could have made made it out to be without all the drunken stuff like they could have done a full on best friends turn type thing yeah how what do we know yeah what do we know what do we know Bret Hart sting Bret Hart sting. this match could have been so much shit. better shit shit I hate Bret Hart <laughs> no I did say it I can't stand uh, him I'm the same don't you worry the, I will though there's two things I like about Bret Hart his theme music here, <laughs> right? And the way he gets in the ring. Oh, that's the, way, the way he pushes down that middle rope, I don't know. It's just something little, but it's different. <laughs> that's but that's it. Everything I actually else... thought he was pretty good in this match. I thought Sting was kind of let down. Um, I rate a Bret Hart here. Oh, I, I rate Bret Hart a lot. Oh, I just, obviously. Yeah. yeah, I just don't. Obviously, he's good, but I actually rate him in this match over Sting. Yeah. And usually I think Sting's quite good. Do you rate Bret Hart attempting to murder Sting? Because that's basically what it is. That's fucked. The um, the five baseball bats. Yeah. Shots like that's attempted murder. <laughs> um, Someone lock him up. Yeah, he should have been. Then we'll <laughs> lock him up. Uh, we we got that to talk about. Yeah. Getting locked up. Oh, that was pathetic. <sighs> that was terrible. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Hogan um, the warrior. 
Oh. oh, are we still on this other match? No, I was just going to say the stretcher job of Sting and no one gave a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? So that was as soon as they, they call for the stretcher, the next thing, I think they cut to some. So yeah. The stretcher was coming and they cut off. It took a while, didn't it? They, and the, so the stretcher was coming and they cut off to another camera somewhere else. So obviously no one gave a shit. No. no. Hogan Warrior. Yeah. Hit me. I obviously, because I, I forgot these two were... <laughs> Were the biggest deal ever. Once upon a time. Once upon a time, yeah. And they said ten years in it. So was their last match ten years before this? Uh, eight. Eight. Um, yeah, nine. Or, eight or nine. Yeah, because they. You know, that was a big backstory behind these two, eh? Yeah. Um, I didn't mind it seeing the warrior. Not a big Ultimate Warrior fan, but how come Hogan had to win? Oh, I know. I know why. Come on. Because he's Hogan. That's right. I thought Warrior should have won, to be honest. No, nah, Warrior won at WrestleMania when it mattered. Yeah, true, actually. When Hogan didn't have creative control. Yeah, I thought it was a good match. Hogan's good. He can be really good sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, I... um. The Warrior... So, what, did he not wrestle for a while? Oh, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy just to sit back and have you try to convince me that this was a good match. Didn't you like it? No. I thought Hogan killed it. Hogan kills it when he's NWA being a chicken shit heel. He does that very well, but Warrior's fucking, I'll, I'll say, I will give Hogan was good in this match, but Warrior, I don't know why he was there. Um, I thought. Yeah, well, I thought Hogan was good, and I thought that Warrior should have won. But both, I knew, I knew he was going to win, obviously. But um, yeah, I didn't mind Hogan here. Warrior, he was fucking. You could tell he was shit. What was his? Was this like one of his? How how much longer did he go for after this? He signed for six months, and two months of that was building up to this match. <laughs> And then I don't think they did anything with him afterwards. Yeah, because it didn't look like he was either into it or like it just wasn't the same as the as previous. No. No. So you didn't like it? I didn't no. think it was that bad. No. I... I thought it was a lot better than this next match. Really? I, I couldn't stand this match. Fucking hell. I was, I was fearing for DDP's life. I was watching, thinking, "Oh no, you're gonna kill him." Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it at all. I was just watching Goldberg do some of his things, and it was like I thought there was like a hatred between. I thought DDP absolutely desert hated him. Watching, no. watching how he was, well, watching how Goldberg was throwing him around. Yeah, he yeah. was a bit stiffsky there. Don't. We'll get. We'll get there. <laughs> Please. I got nothing on Hogan Warrior apart from the fireball. Fireball. That didn't light up. Yeah. But Warrior sold it <laughs> and then didn't know what to do. That just, that's, yeah, happened, that, that's happened before. That just what made no that sense. What else that happened? I can't remember. It might have been this actually, this exact match. I can't remember, but where they oh. lit the fire thing and it barely lit up. Couldn't work a fucking lighter. Smoke that many cigars in his life, you'd think he'd know how to work a fucking lighter. 
then again, he probably just put a match to a hundred dollar bill to light his cigars. <laughs> so and then so you didn't like the Goldberg nah. DDP match? No, nah, I didn't. Did not. You liked it. I thought, um, apart from Crown Jewel, I think this is <laughs> Goldberg's best match. And that's all to DDP. DDP was one of those guys that would script out his match. He reminds me of a Ziggler. DDP? Yeah. Yeah? I could see them too as a resemblance sort of thing. I could say that. Both gun wrestlers. Pretty good in the mic. DDP yeah. was good in the mic, jeez. Yeah, he was. Very, very, very underrated. Yeah, DDP. he was good in the mic. Um, Didn't have a massive good look about him. Like, he was not one of those massive, big, strong guys, but jeez, he was good. Yeah, and, but he, and he didn't need it as well. It, yeah. it worked for him. Um, I just love the the jackhammer spot where Paige just reverses it to the diamond cutter. Yeah. That's quite easy to do, though. That, yeah, no. that's perfect. Like, that's a perfect segue into that and move. It fucking worked. Goldberg knocked himself out on that spear as well. Yeah, I thought so. That was a horrible one. Um, see, because here's, here's, here's what I heard from EZE, EB. So, they obviously, everything was, was planned out. And then, because no one had ever kicked out of the diamond cutter. It's one of the most protected. It's like the end of days now. No one's ever kicked out. <laughs> you know, most protected move in the, in the biz. Yeah. So, obviously, Goldberg was going to kick out of it. So when Paige hit the diamond cutter, he literally laid there for like 15 seconds just so it helps protect the diamond cutter. And then DDP was pissed off at at one stage as well because they had agreed that, you know, Goldberg will kick out on like two and nine tenths. Yeah. So just before the three, Goldberg kicks out. So it's like diamond cutter's protected. Because Goldberg knocked himself out, didn't know what to fucking do. He kicked out on two. (laughs) But then... Gets into the jackhammer one two three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, that's well, you weren't a fan of that match. I, for me, it looked like it was. Um, no, no, I'll, I'll like, write that down in my notes. Disagree like with me. What they had, the it looked like what they had planned. It did was what they had planned. The match. I just thought it looked like DDP wasn't happy. But maybe I was wrong. No, that was probably. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he was probably getting thrown around a bit, and you know. Maybe, maybe trying I, to get him to ease up. Maybe I should have just watched the match without trying to watch DDP's facial expression. <laughs> Stop trying to analyze everything, man. Yeah, I was just, yeah that's what I'm sorry. think you are. Yeah. No, that's all right. What do they say? Each to their own? <laughs> Mate, honestly, you're going to have to keep the options to yourself over there. Um, all right. little backstory. Not a great, not a great backstory here. So, if you, obviously, if you bought this pay-per-view... The main event was Hogan and Warrior because the pay per view went too long. The feed cut, the feed cut yeah. out, and yeah. no one saw the Goldberg DDP match. It yeah. depends depends where you bought it from or who you bought it with, because some of them was during or just after the Hogan Warrior match, and then some of it happened during Goldberg and DDP's entrance. So. But then they fucking put it on Nitro and it's like the most watched wrestling match on cable television. Because you hear them say, um, oh, we're heading to the late. But that is 
they they couldn't help it. What could they do? Mm. And it, I tried to find out like where, how, like did someone go over? But everything was planned out. Like they had scheduled the twelve matches, and they had talked about going three hours and fifteen minutes or ten minutes, whatever it was. It was just a lack of communication. I mean. You cut out Alex Wright, Fit Finley, Perry Sutton, Lodi. There you go, done. <laughs> you, oh, you're yeah, you, you yeah. sweet on that front. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, overall, Halloween Havoc. Um, it was pretty good. I um, I think the the big draw matches could have been better though. Um, as I said, it's a stacked last four matches. Oh, even five with both Steiners. Um, oh, it's stacked there. They could have been a lot better than they were, but I, I enjoyed it actually. Out of ten, yeah, oh six, six. Okay, Nitro over Havoc. Yeah. All right. Do right, we get into this shit show or what? What's right. that? Should we get into this shit show? This Nitro. shit, yeah. That's um... four ninety nine. Gen 499. Finger poke of fucking doom. I've got... Fucking... I've got a fair few on this, but it's all just the same shit. Like, it's no matches. I've barely written down matches. It's just what's going on. Like, Flair's the new president mm-hmm. of WCW. He uh, defeated Bischoff for control of, of the company. On Nitro... Um, Bischoff and Flair had a match at Starcade. Bischoff won, I dare say, thanks to the NWO. The, um, but then Flair was fed up and put would, wanted to put everything on the line, including his career for one more match. Um, they actually, there was they did not like each other at all in WCW. <laughs> in uh, in real life, in real life, everything's real life. Wrestling's real. Why wasn't Flair in a full wrestling role? I don't think. I think Bischoff thought he was probably too old. Yeah, fair. Well, he kept going, so maybe you should have listened to Bischoff. Yeah. Um, plus, you know, Flair was Booker. He was the head Booker for a long time. That's why he was world champion a lot. So he he had his own sort of creative control until Hogan came by. Um, Flischoff demoted Bischoff to announcing. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't hear from Bischoff yeah. until the very end. Um, and he rehired referee Randy Anderson after Bischoff fired him, like I don't know, a year ago. Um, I just don't understand why he'd be there if he was fired. That's what I got. So between this segment with Flair, oh. and then you got Glacier and fucking Hugh, Hugh Morris. Morris. Yep, he's like you're already half an hour into the show. And that was on the network, so I don't know what it was like with commercials and shit. So, and the amount know. of times they cut in and out of Goldberg. Oh yeah, so Goldberg gets arrested. <laughs> What's the exact reason he's he's getting accused for being what? Um, it's for aggravated stalking. Yeah, that's because because right. he didn't want to be he didn't want it to be rape because that's. What they wanted to pitch. Yeah, I could, I, I can see that. Miss Elizabeth was going to like accuse yeah. him of rape yeah, because I it could. was in because it was in Georgia, and 
I mean, as Goldberg said, you know, he does so many good things for the community yeah. and for the kids. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? I know. When There's a that. million fucking coppers there. Yeah. Not one of them's going to cuff him. Yeah. You know me, Jack. Yeah. You know me, Jack. And then he gets taken. Well, well, this Jack guy was actually a very good friend of Goldberg's. So, And, <laughs> and that was the actual Georgia police oh, was it? department. Yeah, they were all legit. Because, you know, Goldberg had those connections because he knew Jack. Yeah. That's why he said, you know me, Jack. <laughs> uh, it just made no sense. And then he gets taken away in a fucking normal car. Yeah. Um, and then we see Hogan arrive, who retired and yeah. said he was going to run for president. I think that's all just – he wasn't going to actually run for president. I think it was just get more eyes on WCW. Yeah. Um, and then Nash comes out. So this is obviously after Starcade when Nash beat Goldberg. <laughs> And he said, you know, it wasn't um, what Goldberg got screwed, whatever. So he said this night, like the week before Nitro after Starcade, he'll put the title up against Goldberg, do the rematch. Just so happened to be in the Georgia Dome again. So coincidence. And then Hogan's there laughing. Um, the politician, as they called him. <laughs> and then Hogan... see, what he, see what he was wearing? Yeah. I, you know what? I dug it. I, yeah. I didn't mind. I thought it was good. Hogan in all black. I liked it when he, when he was wrestling in. Um, and then, yeah, you know, I, I'm a politician. If he's a criminal, he, he could, he could, he didn't even know what he's fucking saying. How am I supposed to know? Um, and then we go to the police station where somehow they let a WCW cameraman in. <laughs> Fuck. Um, and they tell him it's for aggravated stalking. And, and, then, and saying that she was, and she said, and she ended up giving a statement. Yeah. Saying, so they, they say it's Elizabeth, whatever. <laughs> And he's like, I don't know who that is. And then Jack, his good friend Jack, goes, it's Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she gives her a statement saying he stalks her around all different arenas and stuff. Yeah. And he says, I work there. Yeah. And, then, and, she said, you, the, and he said, you stalk her at the gym, the gym that Goldberg happens that to That he own. owns, yeah. Oh. Oh, this, this is what I love when they first question her, right? So the detective's like, oh, do you mind if I call you Liz? She goes, please, yes, call, please, please call me Liz. Elizabeth. He goes, all right, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fucking great. And then, yeah, the story just kept changing. This, All I've got here is just fucking notes on Goldberg being a rapist. Well, <laughs> no I, matches. I, I had a feeling that was what it was, going, what it was originally going to be. But, yeah, it's just built all around that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but working, as you said, working at the same place equals aggravated stalking. So, <laughs> I mean, he stalked, he stalked her at the water cooler, but then later it was the Coke machine and she was getting a Pepsi. So, I mean, obviously it's just how they did it to get Goldberg out of the picture, but I thought it was very well done. Yeah. Um, I thought it was hilarious. I got the tag match here actually, Hoovy and Psychosis against Kidman and Ray. Yeah, only this is because the only match I enjoyed. Oh, well, I actually a match. I actually was looking forward to this match as well. Um, Shivani said it was a all four men in the ring at the same time, so it was a tornado tag match. He said that a few times, but it was actually just a normal tag match. Yeah, and yeah, that's right. And then yeah, the, uh, yeah, that's right. But then Hoovy and Psychosis are in the ring together, tagging in and out, so they don't understand like the rules of a tag team match. And then at one stage, they're doing a double team on Rey Mysterio. They back him up into the corner to run him into the other corner. But they back him up into his corner where 
Kidman is, but Kidman doesn't tag Ray to get in the match. So just I just want everything to make sense, you know. That's how I feel. All right. If if FTR saw that, all right, they that wouldn't that shit wouldn't fly. All right. This is one of the worst shows I think I've ever seen. Let's get back to Goldberg. Let's make it better. <laughs> well, so he was fighting about getting in the whole time. Um, eventually, and eventually, are we going to s- skip straight to? Um, all right, let's see. So, he's... oh no, well... <laughs> what about when he's banging his head on the wall? He goes, "Oh, can yeah. you stop doing that? You put can a you hole in the stop wall." Bang on the yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Um, so yeah, he's he's starting to lose his shit. At this point, obviously, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall are mates again. Yes, yes. Yeah, so Scott Hall helped. Um, Scott Hall's the one that tased Goldberg at Starcade. Oh, okay. And then so. Um, but yeah, Nash comes out, and yeah, he says, "Well, you know, Hogan's here. Hogan's behind it. If it's Miss Elizabeth, um, and then he says he wants he wants to challenge Hogan to a match as a warm up match, and then when Goldberg comes back, he'll still defend the title against him." Ric Flair signs off on it. Um, then Miss Elizabeth starts cracking under the pressure. Yep. Um, the story starts getting mixed up. Um, maybe you can take this next part, Hogan talking in the ring, because you know, I mean, I don't know how much you love him on the mic. No, I skipped it. Okay, because all I've got here is Hogan talks some shit. Yeah, I skipped it. And I then he saw co- him talk. I skipped it. So you didn't see the end? Oh, yeah, I saw the end. The um, Hollywood, the big bad wolf. Did you see him say that? No, I did not see him say that. Oh, I thought you meant the end of the. No, oh, I did not say that. I just meant the end of his promo. That's, no, I skipped his promo. He literally said, Hollywood, the big bad wolf. <laughs> oh, ooh. Fuck it. How long was Hogan here around for after this? Um, in and out, like he always was. Okay. Um, I'd have to... How about Nash and Hall? Um, Hall wasn't too much longer after this. Yeah, and, and then Nash, Nash was there. Yeah, as we know, till yeah, pretty much the end day. Yeah, just about. Yeah, just about because he he ended up being the head booker. Every, yeah. So everyone's saying that Nash booked himself to win the title at Starcade, but he says he didn't take over the book until February. Yeah, so I don't reckon he would. There's a lot of. I don't reckon he would have personally. So, what do you reckon? Well, he, he didn't give two shits about the streak anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, he he thought and everyone knew that Goldberg was a mark for himself. So, you know, I, I can't lose. I'm not allowed to lose. So, fuck, if he did it, fuck, good on him. I wouldn't give a shit. Best thing he ever did. <laughs> um, so, after Hogan's promo, this is, where, this is where they fucked up. So you skipped Hogan's promo, so you yep. probably missed this. Tony Schiavone says, if you are thinking, if anyone is thinking of changing the channel to watch our competition, meaning the WWF, he says don't because Mick Foley is going to win their world title. <laughs> 600,000 people. What? The ra- yeah, they sort of looked at the ratings like what happens when and timing and shit. And it was estimated about 600,000 people changed the channel to watch WWF. What? Mm. Um, then what? So we've got a couple of matches here. Scott Steiner, Conan, Wrath and Bam Bam. Then Miss Elizabeth finally comes clean. 
and says, oh, it was all of, I'm mistaken. Yeah. I'm mistaken. So basically, she lied. Um, DDP beat Brian Adams, who I didn't even know was in the NWA. So, I mean, there was 50 of them. So I guess, I guess Brian Adams is a Hall of Famer. I don't know. <laughs> and then Goldberg is informed that the charges have been dropped. Take me to the dome. Okay. <laughs> okay. And this, and this is I thought it was across the road. They, said, they kept saying it was across the road. It was across the road, yeah. yeah. And then so, they drove there. Yeah, I know. I know. How good is that? Um, they only take one cuff off as well. Yeah. They have to put two cuffs together to cuff him because he's fucking... I mean, he's that big. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense. But then we've got the finger poke of doom. The greatest, the, the greatest moment in WCW. This is Actually, the beginning man. of the end. Would you say this is the beginning of the end? I think it was already leading up to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to... But this put the cherry on top, I think. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, um, so Scott Hall comes out with Kevin Nash. Hogan loses his shit. He's supposed to be black and white. Um, they sort of yeah, circle each other. Nash does the Hulk Hogan intimidation. Then after a vicious, a vicious finger poke, Kevin Nash takes the bump of his career <coughs> and Hogan's your new world champion. And then you finally hear from Eric Bischoff for the first time. Yeah. Oh, what the... F- I yeah. thought that was Bischoff I heard. Yeah, good. Well, yeah, yeah. He's on Hogan's dick. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what the, went off air. What the fuck? Well, Go- Goldberg comes back. Um, and, and then they, so, end up, they end so, up, yeah. He, so he's, he's in the ring against four of them, yep. So Hall, Nash, Steiner, and Hogan are all there celebrating, jumping like <laughs> you know, they've like never up. won a world title before, uh, yeah, yeah. The way they're carrying on, and then Goldberg takes out Steiner, the other three just stand back. Then Hall's up next, Hogan and Nash stand back, and then Nash goes down, and then the belt shots. That Hogan gave Goldberg. Oh, they were fucking oh. horrible. I don't know what was worse, the finger poke or the belt shots. Yeah, no. Fuck, they were like love taps. If that. Oh, there goes my dog. She's not happy again. So uh, every time we bag out Hogan, she's a Hogan mark. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, no. You're going to have to get her an NWO top. Two Do it. Do it. One after. Um, um, but yeah, so it's just those I, belt I shots. I did a bit of research after this because I wasn't sure where this went after. Oh, cause I was in the, under the impression that Hogan left the company straight, straight after. But no, he was stuck around. Yeah. So I didn't know what was going on. Because I found it very odd that they just do this out of the blue. I thought Hogan did his whatever, one of his control and... One of the yeah, titles, yeah. Pointed, obviously, he might have, but... I just, yeah, I just thought it was very... They did not need this at all. <laughs> no. And then Luger comes back and joins... NWO, yeah, again. Yeah. Um, he must have left because he was fending them off for a quick second. Yeah, and then next thing you know, he, yeah, I'd... and see, and Goldberg, who was only cuffed still on yeah. one hand, yeah, fuck it, turned, it bit him in the ass, didn't it? Yep, they, they got him handcuffed. Him. They zapped him. They spray painted him. Can you say deja vu? <laughs> Just quickly, I don't know what your time constraints are over there. 
Not too long. No, not that's all right. So the reason you know the first of all the show thoughts four out of ten horrible. Four. I just enjoy, I actually enjoyed the Goldberg that whole. I thought that was comedy. Well, yeah. they, um, I yeah, don't think it was meant to be comedy, but it came off as comedy. <laughs> that's the damn came sure. off comedy. And oh, you know me, Jack. Horrible. You know me, Jack. I do yeah. so much for this community. I thought that was, I thought that was hilarious. So, Hogan and Nash had beef. Le- I did not know that. Legitimate. That's how the whole black and white wolf pack started. Ah. And it actually, I'm pretty sure it happened on the Thunder on air because they were, Hall and Nash were sick of Hogan. Like, they were sick of him. Sick of his politics and all that bullshit. And then they had a split. And I've seen, like, some, I mean, I'm, all I do is watch shoot interviews. I'm obsessed with them. I love them on different situations such as this. And from some of the wrestlers that were there, they've said, like, there's been times when they thought Hall and Nash, um, Hogan and Nash were going to come to blows backstage. Like, they just did not get along. And then that eventually passed, obviously. Um, they fucking patched things up and realized business is business. And then that's how they brought NWO back together, known as NWO Elite. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, when you look at the elite from Bullet Club, it's just, maybe we know where you got that from. No, of course. But yeah, there was, um, yeah, they did not like each other. And then, as I said, this was kind of the downfall, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. I'd say, yeah, if if it hadn't already started, like this is definitely this is where the uh this is where the Titanic hit the iceberg. If you will. Yeah. If you, if you will. So yeah, and then after this, um they never got Hogan Goldberg again. Because they're sort of just going to start from scratch. Goldberg's just going to run through the NWO once again <laughs> to get to Hogan. And then Hogan's gone. Um, Goldberg puts his arm through a limo because he hated Scott Hall. <laughs> um, there, was a, there was a hammer there for him to use, but he just decided to use his, his arm and cut his arm off. Cut his arm and off. So, what a, you know... Thinks he can do it all, but yeah, don't, but don't worry, I know him. You, you know me, Jack. So that's yeah, as you said, comedy. It it did make it bearable, like not watching it so seriously. Um, just sitting there going, "What the fuck is this shit?" Really? Oh, at my gym, I own that gym. <laughs> oh, I see it at the Marriott because the company books us there. <laughs> Oh, it's just so stupid. That I like fantastic. the time bag. That was it, about it. No, I like Jack. I like how Jack knew who Miss Elizabeth was, but Goldberg didn't. <laughs> oh. yeah, I think that's all I got. It's all I've got for the time being. Um, yeah. Right. Until next time, Jack. But you knew me. Can you say deja vu?